All right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are here with another episode of the Roadblock Podcast. My name is Nicolette Swaby and I am so excited to be with you. Thank you so much for being with us. And if you have been blessed by these podcast sessions, feel free to email us at roadblockpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for being on the digital platforms with us. Apple Music, Google, you name it. We're there. Amazon, yeah, yeah, Spotify. That's right. Please, please, as you are listening, share, 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 share with those you know and let them know about the Roadblock Podcast. We'll be coming on a lot more often with some heart-to-heart conversations to share with you throughout the week, encouraging you, inspiring you, blessing you. Thank you for being here. And once again, email us and tell us how these sessions are blessing you. Roadblock Podcast at gmail dot com. Now, I was thinking about a heart to heart that I released the last week. Well, actually, it was a post. It wasn't a, a podcast session, but I was thinking of it again. And in that particular post, it's a social media post, I said, it is so important for us to extend grace to others. And It's just been ringing and I want to share it with the Roadblock family today that we can think about times in our lives. Mm -hmm. I can and I'm sure you can too, where we've been wrong or we did something wrong and we went to the Lord and we say, you know, I'm sorry, repent, repentance, right? And God was faithful in forgiving us. He was faithful in giving us another chance, a clean slate, fresh start. But there are times, though, when after having experienced God's forgiveness, we find ourselves in other situations where someone might have done something to us. They might have done something wrong to us. And this is now an opportunity for us to extend the same grace that was extended to us. And there are times when we don't want to because we're thinking of the hurt, we're thinking of the pain, whatever it is that might have been done to us, and we're thinking it's not fair, this person was mean. But if we really stop, we recognize that we have caused offense in other people's lives. Uh, Absolutely, I can think of my own life, my relationships with different people. I can think of times when I might have done something or said something. Sometimes it's the tone it was said in and it caused hurt to others. Somebody might have felt a little way because of what I said or how I said it. And so if God is able to forgive us, if he's able to, you know, say, try again, you have another opportunity to make it right. Then it is just crucial for us to do the same to somebody else. It's so important for somebody else to feel that same grace, to feel that same level of mercy. If we think about how we felt, talk truth, we can think about how we felt when we were forgiven. You might have done something where you would say, man, I can't forgive myself. I'm even having a hard time forgiving myself. But to think about the grace of God, the mercy of God, and how you felt when he gave you something that you did not deserve. Can you imagine that? You know you deserve the consequence, the negative consequence, that is. You know you deserve the punishment, 
but he came back with love and blessed you. You got a blessing instead of a negative consequence. Now you felt such love. You felt such a bubbling on the inside. You, the gratitude that you experienced, you can't explain. That's the same thing that somebody else will feel when we extend that same mercy to them. I think about the lady, Mary Magdalene, I believe, right? Um, it's recorded in Luke chapter 7. I have it right here. Luke chapter 7 and verse 36. All right. So Jesus had gone to a Pharisee's house and he had gone there for, for dinner or to eat. You can read it in your own time in St. Luke chapter 7. And in verse 36, it says, And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. Okay, meat as in M-E-A-T. So he went there for food, to eat, have dinner. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. We know this and we sing the song. You don't know the cost of the oil in my alabaster box. Okay, verse 38. And stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors, the one owed five hundred pence and the other fifty. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much, but to whom little is given, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. Whew. What uh, an event. 
right? What an event. Indeed, it is an event in this. We, we know or we, we have stated that this woman is Mary Magdalene as what we've learned over the years that of her testimony. The Bible says here she's a sinner. She was weeping. She was crying. You see, you might not or I may not know her story, her complete story, but she knows what was going on, how she was feeling. As a matter of fact, if the Pharisee, if Simon could look at her and be thinking in his heart, this is a sinner, it means that she is exposed. She is known for her sin. She is known for her way. Whatever it is that would cause them to separate themselves from her, she knows what is going on in their minds. She is not a stranger to them. They know that this is a sinner. There is nothing to look upon and admire in her. She knows her story and they know her story. But here she comes in the presence of the one who is able to forgive her. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if she came there to be forgiven. I don't know if she came there for anyone to treat her nicely or to, 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 to exalt her. But she knew that this is Jesus. This is the Lord. And whatever it is that I can offer him, if it's just to wash his feet, if it's just to anoint his feet, if it's just to kiss his feet, I may not be able to look in his eyes. I may not be worthy to look in his face. I may not be worthy to have a conversation with him. But if I could kneel at his feet, if I could just bow my heart to him, mighty God, she knows what she was going through. She knows what she was feeling. And trust me, if they knew her sin, chances are she knew her sin too. She knew, she knows I am a sinner. If you know, trust me, I know. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm wrong. I know that my ways are evil. But if I could just bow at his feet and look at the grace that she experienced, look at the life that she experienced because of her faith, she knew what she came there for. If it's just peace that she came there for, if she just wanted that shame to be lifted up off of her, if she just wanted acceptance, she knew, okay, this is the only one who I could come to who knows me for real. And she was willing to come to him and look at the mercy and the grace that she received. That is amazing. And we have the opportunity because Jesus has given us power. The Father has given us power that we would love as he loves, that we would walk in the same compassion, the same fellowship, the same grace, the same faith, the same mercy, that there is a sinner somewhere. There is a sinner who may be in our lives. There may be someone in our lives who they they feel that they're unworthy and people have even said to them, you will never amount to anything. You will be nothing to look upon and nothing good will come of your story. You are worthless and all manner of evil and negativity has been spewed their way. But could it be that you are the one positioned in their life? For them to know that there is purpose even after the sin. 
even after the mess that they got themselves in, after the weeping and the sorrow and the hurt, could it be that we are the ones now positioned in their lives to speak hope and to speak destiny in them? Let's not miss those moments because we do miss those moments if we're focused on ourselves, if we're focused on just doing what we want to do, we're focused on building our own lives and we miss the people around us that God wanted us to pour in. He wanted us to just send an encouraging text message, say, hello, I was thinking about you today. I want you to know I'm praying for you or send a text saying, don't give up. Sometimes that's all it is. Don't give up. Someone might have found themselves in a, in a, in a spot because of something that they did. They know that they were wrong. They don't want us coming over their head again. You were wrong. Why did you do this? No, sometimes all we need to do is say, how can I help you get back on your feet? How can I get you stand up? You're already down there. I don't need to step on you. I don't need to walk all over you. I don't need to gossip about you. I don't need to be slandering your name and saying all kinds of evil. How can I help you to get back on your feet, to get back where you were in God or to get in God? How can I help you? And so today we want to extend grace, extend love, extend mercy, the same love and mercy and compassion that we want for ourselves. Because here this Pharisee, Jesus was at his house eating. He wasn't innocent either, but he couldn't see his wrong. He saw somebody else's wrong. He saw somebody else's sin, which is why the word of God says, take that thing out of your eye before you try to take it out of your brother's eye. Let us really, and I'm, I'm talking for all of us, let us really, there is enough strife and there is enough anger and there is enough wrath and there is enough discouragement in the world for us to add it to people's lives. They already have enough dealing with, but how can we be a vessel of hope, a vessel of strength, a vessel of love in somebody's life that you've gone so far, but if you're still alive, it means that the grace of God hasn't run out on you. And so you can get back on your feet, you can stand again, and you can be the light that you were called to be. You can be the change, the world changer that God has called you to be. Your destiny has not been aborted, but you can actually live you can walk in purpose, you can walk in life, you can walk in hope, you can walk in peace, you can walk in joy, and you're not too far gone for God to pull you back up, wash you off, and use you for his purpose and his glory. So I'm speaking this into your life today. I don't know what was said about you, what you might be going through, how you may be feeling today, but whatever it is, shake yourself. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. We have been forgiven much, so let us love much. Let's go out today. Let us love. Yes, we might have gone through hardships, challenges, but God is giving you the strength today to walk as a good soldier. He's giving you the strength today with a fresh start. If you need to start over, start over. You have life right now. Don't throw in the towel. Continue. Be inspired. Be encouraged. Be motivated by the spirit of the living God and walk in the destiny that God has for you. Don't give up. And while you are doing that, while you are walking in the purpose of Christ, you be the love, the beacon of light that somebody else needs to see for them to also get up and walk. 
God bless you until next time. I'm Nicolette Swaby. Remember to like, share these sessions on your social media pages. Email us at roadblockpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for being with us. And we're also on HGG Radio in Canada. So that's a good thing. I am so excited for the family at HGG Radio. And for those who have been tuning into the Roadblock Podcast, thank you so much. God bless you. Until next time. Remember also to share, go on over to our YouTube page. That's my name, Nicolette Zwiebe. We have our um, Roadblock Podcast as well as worship sessions. I'm a psalmist, I'm a worshiper, and I just can't be anything else. <laughs> and so we have worship and inspirational podcast sessions, heart-to-heart conversations. I'm looking forward to also seeing you on the YouTube page where you can check out our music and be blessed. Bye for now. Walk on, warrior.